We see the police officer left in the corner store where Junie Rivera was shot as he pulls out his cell phone and sends a text to his partner. The text simply reads, Got a lead heading to Beach Street. Meet me there ASAP. He goes to his car and climbs inside, starting it up and pulling out of the parking lot, before we see his partner manifest behind Aaron in the parking lot. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, pull up a chair and put down your chips. It's time for a tabletop roulette. Urban Shadows, an urban fantasy powered by the apocalypse game of supernatural drama and political intrigue set in a modern-day city. Hi, I'm Landon, and my pronouns are he, him. Today, I'll be playing Roman Claude Kingston, The Tainted. You might also recognize my voice from my own Urban Shadows podcast, Shadows of St. Fleur, which can be found on Twitter at St. Fleur Pod. You can also find me on Twitter at OccasionalGM. Hi. My name is Zeke. I use he-him pronouns, and I will be playing Tuesday the Spectre. You can find me on Twitter at Hayden Ezekiel VA. Hi, my name is Mike. My pronouns are they, them, and I'll be playing Morgan Keyes, the Hunter. Hi, my name is Ashley. My pronouns are she, her, and I'll be playing Joey Klum, the Oracle. Find me on Twitter at anxious underscore robots. Hi, I'm Matthew James Marquez. My pronouns are he, him, his... I am playing Santiago Alcantara, the Vamp Playbook. You can find me on Twitter at MarquezTheGM. I am also a game master and player on Tabletop Potluck, another actual play podcast. And you can find us at Tabletop Potluck on all social media. So, with that, I want to start off with our, uh, let's call him Team Patricide. Santiago, Tuesday, and Morgan, you all were left, you were left in Aaron's car, and you see this man come from seemingly out of nowhere behind Aaron on the outside of this car. How are you all reacting? Uh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Do we recognize this man? Uh, Tuesday, you would. This is the police officer that seemed to tense up when you were around, uh, who later on went missing when Aaron went to check out the security camera, and he is now manifested behind Aaron. Oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> uh, behind you, dude? 
Aaron turns and you see the police officer. He just has like a very casual smirk on his face. He says, so what's this? I hear about your all's plans for the day. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, hello. G- greetings. Uh, we are a part of a theatrical troupe. No, yeah. that no, no one. I don't even believe that. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, no, no, that's a uh, that would take a lot of lying. Um, officer. Yeah, right. That's the term that they use these days, officer. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Seriously? Yeah. How are you? We're just four compadres. Hanging out in a parking lot. Is there something the matter? I just watched you drink this person's blood while discussing murdering your father. Would you care to explain that? I really Uh, wouldn't. What? uh, Morgan? Who are you? Officer Mason of West Bay Police Department. Which means... I think it's time you open up and tell me what's going on here, bloodsucker. Uh, I'd oh. like to put a face to a name. Can I do that? Yeah, go ahead and do that with... If you said manifested, I assume he's a knight. Yes. I rolled a 10. All right. On put a face to a name, roll with their faction. On a hit, you know their reputation. The GM tells you what most people know about them. On a 10 plus, you've dealt with them before. Learn something interesting and useful, or they owe you a debt. So you know that Officer Charles Mason is, in fact, a specter. Not much of a surprise there, considering he literally just manifested behind Aaron. Like, he tends to keep very much to himself, but he also seems to always get assigned to cases involving the supernatural community. So you would definitely recognize this name. You've probably had dealings with him before. If you've had dealings with the police, he very much like, he's not necessarily malicious in his dealings, but he definitely takes an interest in dealing with the supernatural community and would therefore have a lot of knowledge on like the major players in that community. Okay. So then I ask you, would you like to learn something interesting and useful about him? Or would you like him to owe you a debt? I'd like to learn something interesting and useful about him. You know that, uh, that mayoral candidate, the one that has been stuck in the casino for a while has worked hand-in-hand with this guy, they have some kind of deal going on. I don't think you know exactly what it is, but the two of them feed information to each other. Uh, Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes, of course. I know you. Uh, You're the candidate's lapdog. Well, lap pig, if you will. (laughs) I think you see him start reaching for his gun. Hey, hey, whoa, now, none of that. We're not, nobody needs to get shot right now. Yes, pig was merely a term of endearment. 
You were brazenly and openly discussing murder in front of an officer of the law. I advise you speak quickly before things turn violent. Yeah, but you're also a ghost. And we're talking um, about killing a vampire. Like, come on. To what end? Oh, do, okay. Do you want me? Let, fine. I'll reveal my deep, dark backstory to you. Not the whole thing. I'm, oh. I'm mysterious and dangerous and a vampire so i'm not going to do the whole bit but he's my dad i hate him no don't don't think that i'm like on his side he's trying to make a power play in the city and i can't have that so i'm merely trying to maintain the status quo by killing him if you understand so you you you'd be on my side you 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 Constables are all about keeping the status quo and not allowing change to happen. So you should do it. You'll help me. Uh, also, ghost to ghost, I, I can vouch for him. I, 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 I trust him. One of you two, I would like to roll to persuade an NPC for me, please. I'll let you all decide which one wants to do it. Uh, that is a five. He looks between the two of you and says... I'll tell you what. I'll look past this on the condition that you all tell me what your interest is in what happened here last night. Clearly you have some sort of motive considering your friend here, and he gestures to Aaron, was sneaking around trying to find video evidence. Fess up about that and... I can overlook a bloodsucker dropping dead. Okay, well, don't have to be rude about you know, who I am, but that's fine. Santiago, you eat people. Listen, but I'm not a cop. Okay, that's, yeah, that's fair. Anyways, this sounds like it has nothing to do with me and my whole deal, so I'm gonna be over, over there. Oh, thank and- God. <laughs> I'm just going to walk over and just kind of lean against a building all cool-like. He watches Santiago walk away and then turns his eyes on Morgan and Tuesday again. Okay, mm, short version, we think there might have been a hunter involved. And since, you know, shooting normal human beings is generally frowned upon everywhere um we're taking an interest what hunter do you think might be involved you've got connections in that community right yeah and that's the thing we're trying to figure out we don't know yet all right i've had my suspicions that something weird's going on here as well so we're gonna end up working together on this one gross it's either that or i can take you in and put a lot of paperwork between you and whoever it is you're trying to hunt down. I mean, you could try, and we'd both have a really bad day. I'm already having a really bad day. Oh, it can always get worse. Is that Morgan trying to make a threat? Uh, shit. It does sound like that, doesn't it? (laughs) I mean, it's up to you if you want to try to use that to persuade him for something. It's your call. I'm just trying to make sure what you want out of it. 
Um, I I guess it I guess it would be a threat because it's definitely like I think the intent there is don't like think you can make us do this. Okay. Uh, roll to persuade an NPC for me. Oh, cool. That is an eleven. Okay. I think he looks at you and he just says, "All right, I guess you've got a fucking point there." Regardless, anything you find out, let me know so I can keep track of what's going on in this city. I need to get this stuff under control before it escalates any further than it is. That's sort of the plan. Makes sense to me. I think he, like, pulls out a piece, like, a notepad and writes down a number on it and then hands it over to Morgan and says, Reach me at that number. Let me know what you find out. Mm, I guess Morgan will, will take the, the number. Okay, sure. And then Officer Mason disappears. Bye! At that point, let's cut over to Roman and Joey. What are the two of you doing? Joey had uh, gotten the vision of Abigail going to the casino in the Uncanny Coast. I think we were going to go play some roulette on some tabletops. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> all right. Uh, set a scene for me as you all are heading over there. What's going on with, uh, like, what's it look like in the car? Are you all going together? Are you going separate? Who's playing what on the radio? Oh, please both be in Joey's car. No, Roman absolutely <laughs> refuses to ride in Joey's car because Joey's car is not a good getaway plan. Okay, listen, just because her car can't go over 50. Okay, but Roman's got, like, a brand new Lexus, so we're taking Roman's car. Fine. There's more space for groceries in it. You okay. can fill the entire, entire SUV with hay. Okay. I was about to be like, uh, Joey's not going to be able to eat that much groceries before they go to bed, but if we're filling it with hay, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, I just have this image that Joey's messing with the radio and... Roman oh, yeah. just looks irritated, but won't say anything about it. <laughs> okay, if you keep scanning the channels, there's like this mystery code in between two established channels, and that's where all the indie groups play. At least the local ones. You, uh, you, you go ahead and scan those channels. They might not be playing right now. It's a little early for them. And I'm assuming it's like mid-afternoon. <laughs> Why don't you tell me about the band that you find on this mystery secret radio station oh one sec let me check my list that i made uh let's go with it's the fang fighters that i find which is a foo fighters cover band that's made of vampires all right so were there any conversations or anything you all want to have before you arrive or would you all just like to fast forward to pulling up in the parking lot of this casino i think basically all of it out in the diner so yeah i think this is mostly just joey fucking with the radio and making roman listen to a food fighters cover band all right so the two of you pull into the parking lot in roman's car you see it's about as busy as you'd expect on a weekday mid-afternoon for a casino. There's like a couple of cars. It's not overly busy, though. It doesn't take you long to find a parking space. How are you all approaching this casino? What's going on with the two of you? 
are we sneaking in or can we just like walk walk into the casino? I mean, it's a casino. I've met clients here before. We can just walk in. Okay. I mean, we're just patrons, right? Yeah. I I I totally have money and have never been kicked out of a casino ever in my entire life. Okay, listen, it Honey, was like no, on it's the East fine. Coast. It's fine. You're just here to carry my stuff. And he hands you his briefcase. <laughs> I think Joey is literally holding the briefcase like against her chest, hugging it instead of carrying it normally. And it's definitely like an expensive like Prada briefcase. Yeah, she doesn't care. <laughs> oh, in that case, if it's an expensive Prada briefcase, she is holding it by the handle and swinging her arms. But yeah, I think we're just going to walk in and, you know, I mean, I'm expecting, like, Joey said that um, the unhinged one was going in here. Joey seems to know who we're looking for. So I'm mostly here to provide air coverage while Joey finds this person, I think. All right. You all make your way inside. Your MC has never been in a casino before, so... I'm going off of what movies tell me they're like. What is going on with the two of you? I'm like Roman assuming that Joey is going to be scouting for Abigail. Tell me, like, do the two of you go up to a table or a slot machine? You going over to the bar? What's your strategy here? I mean, Joey's strategy, unless told otherwise, is literally just to walk around staring at people until told until she spots the right one. Okay, remind me, this casino is like owned by the gang or something, right? Actually, there's a move for this. Can I investigate a place of power? There is a move for this. Roll that. What uh, faction? Uh, wild is what you're looking for. This is an eight. Okay. On an eight investigating a place of power on a hit you see below the surface to the reality underneath so what you know about this place is it is very like you know that in your usual casino things tend to like there's always the rumors about like oh they don't have any clocks so that you don't know how much time is spent in here and it feels like time stops or accelerates. And it's all ridiculously bright. And I've actually been in casinos. Same. <laughs> There's no windows. It's very bright. They it's definitely very disorienting. It's really easy to get lost. <laughs> yeah, this place is that, but like cranked up to 11. You know that there's definitely something supernatural going on. And you know that the owner of this place... I'm checking to see if we named her Celia Campbell is definitely not like the most, the nicest person. She doesn't always have good intentions. She is also known for making alternative deals to people that uh, can't pay up on their bets. And you've probably dealt with people that have dealt in that before. I am not just going to let Joey wander off then. We are sticking together. Sorry, I just had the mental image of Joey like swinging the briefcase and just like starting to walk away and you going, nope. This is decidedly not the place that you want to let Joey wander in. But no, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to grab Joey's hand and be like, okay, however, we're doing this. We're sticking together. Do not let go of me. Okay. 
So now Joey is swinging both hands, one with the briefcase and one with Roman's hand. And Roman's going to let himself get dragged through this casino because he doesn't trust Joey to not accidentally piss somebody off. Yeah. Yeah, that that I don't know. Most of the time, it seems people just end up weirdly adopting her. Would there be a role for Joey to, like, try and hunt out or seek out? Uh, I think her name's Abigail. Abigail? Uh, it would, pro- I'm gonna say probably let it out to extend your senses. Also, is, um, is she still rolling off of the foretellings from session one? Oh, we should do your foretellings, actually. Oh, okay. So I didn't roll with the foretellings. That's still a 10. Let me roll foretellings now. Um, that's an eight. So I think I get one. Let me double check. Yep. On a seven to nine, hold one. Okay, so I have one for my foretellings, and yeah, I rolled a 10 on the let it out to hunt down Abigail. Okay, so on a hit, choose one and mark corruption, and then you can either ignore the corruption or choose a second one from the list. Let's see, what's the list? Take plus one forward. I'm get, Um, I'm just going to mark a corruption and choose extend my senses supernatural or otherwise. Uh, you rolled a 10, so unless you're choosing two, you don't have to mark the corruption. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I got which ones I were rolling backwards. I did roll a 10 plus. So ignore the corruption. Yeah, so I'm just going to extend my senses, actually. Okay. As you are, like, from your prediction or future reading earlier, you were able to sort of link yourself to Abigail. And I'm imagining you can kind of, like, almost follow her aura, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. You can tell that, like, as she went in, she went over to the bar, stayed there for a bit, and then went behind the bar and through a a double metal door behind the bar next to where they keep all the shelves of drinks. Okay. Let's go behind the bar. And this is in character, saying to Roman. That's where she went. <sighs> and how exactly are we going to do that? Uh, can you be sneaky? I can try. (laughs) Okay, either our options are both of us try and be sneaky and go back there. One of us be distracting so the other can be sneaky. Or, I don't know, we start fighting people, but I'm really not good at that last one. Okay, I know how inappropriate this is going to sound. Will you go to the bathroom with me for a moment? Okay, which one? Uh, because... Uh, Roman's new plan is to assume his demon form and demonic move them back into that area. (laughs) I'm for it. I think, honestly, the question sounding inappropriate went over Joey's head. She's like, yeah, whatever. It's Roman. He probably has a plan. All right. So you two disappear off into one of the bathrooms. I don't think, like, people turn and look, but nobody's going to try to, like, stop you from that. And then, Roman, what does it look like when you turn into your demon form? Like, basically, I think um, we just kind of use that, like, camera shift from being in the casino into the bathroom as, like, it kind of, like, goes into, like, black mist and smoke. And, like, Roman steps out. He has, um, like, these leather wings, very, like... Uh, almost millipede-esque skin. Uh, it's a lot tougher than that. His eyes are just like 
flaming and smoky. His hair has been replaced with like flames that go back along his head and horns. Uh, and he has like these really long claws. It, it's just, it's not pretty. Has Joey seen this before? I don't know. Has Joey seen this before? I mean, she's going to be pretty chill about it either way. I'm just kind of curious how often Roman's like, I'm probably just not. I don't think Roman has literally ever had a reason to be. Normally, he only does this when he is either going out to the oil fields or is going to like make a point to somebody that his patron has asked him to make a point to. Okay, in that case, I think Joey was aware there's a demon form and just hasn't seen it. So she's just like, that shit's cool. You really should get more into heavy metal. I, I don't think I'm quite cool enough for that. Um, just, we're gonna grab onto you. We're going to kind of sidestep through hell and reappear back behind the bar area. Hopefully not around a bunch of people. That's the goal. If not, they'll just see me and scream and run away. Like, I mean, it's, it's it'll work any which way, right? Um, and so, Andy, I think this is either a keep your cool or a let it out. I'm going to say it's probably keeping your cool because there's very clearly a situation you want to avoid. Yes, 11. All right. Tell me what that looks like as the two of you uh, take a stroll through literal hell. Um, so I think because as we've established, like Roman basically fathers Joey in a really weird way. So I think he just like wraps her, his wings around her to like avoid her actually like literally being exposed to hell. And like both of them like disappear into that smoke again. And, uh, we get a screen of just like dive bomb across hell real quick and then reappear wherever it is, back behind the bar and stuff, that area that we're appearing in, in that smoke, probably in some shadows. Okay. You all poof back out of hell into a large open room. The walls are very bare. There is a floor, obviously, that is covered in, like, uh, steel grate, and it is notably cold. As you look around the room, you notice that there are slabs of meat hanging from the ceiling, like a meat freezer. Mm -hmm. And then as you pay closer attention, you notice that these slabs of meat are people hanging upside down from the ceiling. Landon finds that disturbing. Roman doesn't. Roman just casually drops the demon form now. Joey finds that disturbing. Uh, are you sure we're not still in hell? Oh yeah, it's too cold. Um, is one of these people up here the, uh, the one we're looking for? Um, should I re-roll to see if I can find, keep following her aura? Uh, no, you can. And Abigail is not any of the people hanging from the ceiling. But you do see her on almost the other side of the room. Her face is pressed up against the neck of somebody that is hanging from the ceiling, though. She has not seemed to notice you yet. Oh, in that case, I'm going to take Roman's face and just point his face at her. Is this, like, vampire blood drinking face against the neck, or, like... This is very much vampire-like in its methods. Oh. For some reason, I wasn't expecting a vampire. 
Yeah, uh, I thought she was, um, a witch. Okay. Help. Uh, I found your person. I don't really... Do, do we have... You're 100% sure that this is the person I'm looking for, right? I mean, like, visions aren't totally, like, 100% things, but... Okay, if she's a vampire, am I allowed to kill her? <laughs> I mean, she seems to be eating off an already dead body and not attacking random people. But also, I'm doubting all these people volunteered. Hey! That, that was a yell across the room. When you call out, you see her head turn and, like, snap towards your direction. And she says, who are you? What do you want? Hi, Roman Claude Kingston. You can call me Mr. Kingston. I work for the great king and president of hell, 61st Spirit of Solomon Zagan. Um, I'm here just on a little side quest right now. Are you the unhinged one? Hi, I'm Joey. I'm a subcontractor. Yeah, fuck with her and you're fucking with me. Um, (laughs) Which is really ironic for Roman to say right now because he dropped his demon form. But... You see as she, like, wipes some blood off from the corner of her lips with her thumb and says, What are you here for? Are you getting a drink as well? And she, like, gestures with her head towards one of the other people hanging from the ceiling. Oh no, I don't drink blood. I'm much more into stealing people's souls and getting them indebted to demons for the rest of their eternity. You know, it's 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 just, it's it's much more polite, you you get a credit card. Um, yeah, and blood's not kosher, so it's not really my thing. She is entirely unamused by your witty banter. That wasn't witty banter, that was facts. <laughs> um, due to one of my jobs, I've been made aware of someone that I am looking for who has been called the unhinged one, and my subcontractor here uh, seems to have an inkling that it's you, but I really wasn't expecting a vampire, so... I figured we could just talk about this, like, sensible people. Who is searching for me? And as she's saying that, she's moving and walking very slowly over towards you. Uh, Roman's going to step in front of Joey, because Roman dragged Joey into this mess, and not gonna let her die. So you are the unhinged one, then. I've been called as such before. Interesting. It's not a nickname I particularly care for, but if somebody's calling me that, then obviously I'm building up a reputation. Hmm. Well, what would you like me to call you, then? My name's Abigail. Your little friend there should have let you know that. I did, but you know... Sometimes different forms, people prefer different names. I know Abigail is probably your birth name, but you know, you never know. Also, my little friend here has much more humanity than me and was very determined on protecting you. Part of why I think we can have a reasonable conversation. Now, I'm sure you understand that it's not in my best interest to just tell you who asked me to find you. If we can come to terms on maybe you scratching my back, I scratch yours, well... I'm always open for conversation for a better deal. As she passes one of the bodies, she, like, runs her hand along its chest. And, like, you see as they swing a little bit in the air. And she says, Alright, what is it that you want from me there, then? Roman, was it? 
Yes, Roman. <laughs> Roman looks very annoyed at being called by his first name, but isn't going to bring that up right now. Um, the person is using one Scarlet LaRoe to blackmail me into dealing with you. Um, are you familiar with her? Can't say I've heard the name before. Hmm. You are new in town. Um, she's a rather prominent lawyer. Um, if you help me deal with her, then I'm willing to facilitate a meeting with the person who's looking for you. I do have contact with them. So if I kill their boss, you'll bring me to yours? Really sure Scarlet's their boss. She's probably getting blackmailed too, let's be honest, but she's a thorn in my side. My boss wants me to deal with her. I get what I want. You get what you want. Everybody's happy. Have I crossed into persuade territory? Okay. <laughs> yep, there it is. Uh... Roll to persuade an NPC for me. Alright, that is a seven. Darn, you never roll anything I can help with. <laughs> also, it's like, I, I'm getting so many borderline rolls, like... <laughs> yeah. She sort of stops as she's walking and seems to think the proposition over and says, Alright, but... Well, the tap's starting to run dry around here, I'd really rather not put in more effort than I have to. You seem to have a connection to this, LaRoe. You set up a meeting for us and she'll be taken care of. You can do that. How would you like me to contact you? Remind me, Abigail hasn't given Joey her number or anything, right? No. I mean, she could contact her grandma. She looks between the two of you and says... Well, I'd rather Grandma Margie not be involved in all of this, so I'll give you my cell phone number. Perfect. And, you know, I do help another um, one like yourself in this town stay fed, should you ever be in the market for something a little less cold. You're making an awful lot of assumptions about who and what I am, Roman. Well, at the very least, you do seem to be feeding on blood. Count yourself lucky that it's not yours. Oh, I'm sure you would be in for an awful surprise if you did that. So, she holds her hand out for your phone to put her number in. Does Roman accept? Mm, no. <laughs> Sorry, can you just... Or I can give you my number. It's... You understand. All right. And she pulls a phone out of her pocket and hands it over to you. All right. Roman puts his number in, texts himself and hands it back. Now, is there anything else that the two of you needed, or am I free to get back to my drink? Well, I think that was all. I will hopefully be in contact with you shortly. After Joey, don't don't let Grandma know anything about this. I'd hate to have something happen to her. I won't tell her as long as, you know, nothing very bad happens. I suppose that depends on your all's definition of bad. And she turns and starts walking back to the body she was drinking from. Hey, Andy. Yes? Does a dead body count as an interesting object? I mean, probably. Can I, or even when they were having their previous conversation when Joey really wasn't joining, 
Can I use psychometry on a dead body? Sure. Uh, Read that out for me and the audience. Sure. Whenever you study and examine an interesting object, roll with spirit. And then I have a list of questions depending on what I roll. Okay. Go ahead and roll it for me. I rolled a 10. So I get three questions. Yep. So my first question is, what secrets or mysteries has this object been privy to? Okay. Uh, Do you want to ask both of them or all three of them up front or do you want to take it one at a time? Uh, Let me do all three at once. Um, So what secrets or mysteries has it been privy to? Um, Where does this object belong? And what strong emotions have most recently been near this object? Okay, let me look some stuff over real quick. Because I have a personal theory on where these bodies are coming from. And I kind of want to see if this matches. Okay, so the secrets or mysteries. You see, we've established that when you see these things, it's sort of like TV show style. Mm-hmm. You see this person back when they were alive as they are walking along some side streets in West Bay. He is talking with some friends of his. They're like Mm -hmm. laughing and joking around about stuff. And then they end up at Beach Street. Mm -hmm. And you see them like hesitate before going in. His friends like egging him on. And then he steps inside. The vision kind of fades a little bit. As he, like, makes his way through Beach Street and through the Maw, like, taking twists and turns and getting well and thoroughly lost. Before experiencing a sudden surge of fear and pain as he is blasted back against a wall. And then his vision kind of, like, goes blurry, but he's looking up at somebody that comes along and collects him. I don't think it's somebody that you recognize necessarily unless you roll to put a fate or put a name to that face. I was about to say, can I roll that while the middle of the vision? But yeah. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll that for me just to see if you recognize who this is. Um, yeah. What faction is that? Uh, this is going to be wild. I rolled a five, but it didn't add the faction because I thought it would ask. That would make it a six anyway. I don't think six is enough. Okay. Is there a way that Roman could help or? Um, I mean, like, if he knew this was going on, probably, because we established during character creation that even though I, as Landon, am not sure what he knows, Roman knows something about the Maw, because that's why he's keeping an eye on Tuesday. And also, Joey is literally investigating a dead body right now. I don't think it's the most subtle thing in the world. Okay, so... Oh, actually, no, I just imagine how this is. Joey's, like, holding the dead body's face and is, like, staring into their eyes. Fair enough. Uh, I will answer your last question, and then we'll allow, like, that to sort of play itself out. The last one, uh, where this object belongs. You know that this is one of the people that works with her in the uh, veterinarian clinic downtown. The face I saw, or the person I'm looking at right now. Yes, the person you're looking at, that you're investigating. Okay. Um, And I'll just, because this makes the most sense, is with Roman helping figure out the name, who the face to name, I'll just say when Joey breaks out of the vision, she describes the person in a 
This is familiar to me, but I'm not sure. Alright, I will lend a hand. That is an eight. So I'm gonna give a plus one. And I expose myself to danger, entanglement, or cost. Cool. Do I get to mark wild? Yes. Yes. Okay, and then on a seven to nine... You know their reputation. The GM tells you what most people know about them. The person that blasted this vet intern is Miss Celia Campbell, the proprietor of the casino that you're in right now. Cool. Okay, one last thing I want to try and do real quick before we leave this room. Do I see Tuesday anywhere? In the vision? No, in the as a dead body. You know, as you look around, you do see Tuesday's body hanging off in the corner. And that's our transition to Tuesday. What's going on with the three of you all as you've been let go by Charles Mason, ghost cop? What's your all's plan for patricide? So, correct me if I'm wrong, but you you guys got like a whole deal going on besides me. The world does not, in fact, revolve around you, yes. Oh, I please, Morgan, I know that. (laughs) I learned long ago that the world revolves around the sun. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Fucking old people. Okay. Anyway, uh, would I... Listen, I want to kill my dad really badly. Do you need to... Do you need to deal with this thing? This other thing? Um, is it pressing? Maybe, but I have some questions first that uh, are important to the whole murdering your vampire father thing that you would yes. like me to do. Okay, Morgan. Do you go ahead. Okay. First first question. Is is this a you want to rip his beating heart from his chest and watch the light in his eyes go out kind of thing? Or can I just like get a car bomb and we can read about it in the news tomorrow? Well, he's a vampire, so it might be a little bit harder than that. Unless the car bomb's got like, you know, the holy water and... I'm, I'm speaking generally here. Like, do, do you need to do it and be there or does he just need to die? Because those are those are different jobs. I'd love to be there to see the light die from his eyes, but it's not really a necessity. I mean, like, I, I mean, I'd like to be there just so I know he's dead. Because there are several times where I thought he died, and then he didn't. So, like, confirmation would really be great. Okay. Uh. Okay, okay, that's that's doable. I just need a rifle and probably some backup. But okay, I I think that we can do this. Um, how is this like a? What's the timetable here? Yeah. So, fun fact. Um, I kind of just ran away after he offered me a position in his new criminal empire so i'm not really a hundred on details per se oh is is that why you had a knife in your arm yeah yeah that's why that's precise you know what tuesday very (laughs) perceptive oh thanks i try 
when we you know, next time you stop by, I've got this wondrous box of German chocolates. Just Ooh, that sounds really good. Okay, I'll have to stop by sometime. So I don't really have a plan. That's why I sat out hunters because hunters, you guys, you guys got plans. You've got you know, you've got the abilities to like find things out. Can you like drive for my dad or something? I okay. Um. Like I, I, I'm, I'm more big picture. Right, right. I got it. Okay. Um, any names he gave you, in, including his, obviously, and then we can start looking into it. And uh... so, I also fun fact, just a little, just so you know, Morgan. Um, I don't know how big my father's forces are either it could just be him or it could be many people in fact to be perfectly honest i know absolutely nothing about the amount of power my father holds right now so now that i'm you know thinking about it maybe planning to kill him like right now may not be the best method of action before we find out more about, you know, what his, you know, hold on the city is. And this is why I ask questions. Yo, listen, Morgan, I've got a really good box of German chocolates back at my place. <laughs> you, okay, okay, first, first, you, you just offered those to Tuesday. I, I thought... let's, let's start there. We can share if we want. Listen, I get lots of gifts and things, and I can't eat food, so... Right. Okay. Um, oh, God. So, 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 let's... I think we need to formulate a plan. That's number one. Step number one, formulate a plan. Yeah, hey, we have step number one. That's pretty good. Yes. We need to so, know where he is and know who he's with. And then if we can get him somewhere alone-ish. Okay. Where were uh, you when when he confronted you? Maybe that's a good place to start. Oh yes, we were we were we were at the mall. Oh, like at or, or in? That's a good question. Was <laughs> what were were we just at the mouth of the mall or You were just inside of the mouth of okay. the mall. Yeah, we were more like on the threshold between reality and the mall, so it, it's a little bit of a liminal area. Not quite sure what that uh, means magically. Okay, so you didn't go in. All right, that's okay. Okay. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, it's probably like uh, if he got. You know, if I got a little cheeky and tried to kill him, which I did, he probably had plans to throw me into the mouth of the mall where I will never be heard from again. But don't worry, that didn't happen, obviously. That's good. It's uh, Yay so, us. can't be great so experience, like, I'm sure. I, I think we need... Like, Morgan, how knowledgeable are you about the bigger, you know, players in the whole city. Because I'm more like a, I run my shop, it's very profitable, but I'm not like a mob boss or things like that. Like, how much do you know, Morgan? Um, mostly I just 
kill stuff. Yes, yes, okay. T- nope, I was going to ask Tuesday. I know you know nothing. I know literally nothing. Thank you for acknowledging this. I mean, yes. it shows you care. So we need to find someone who knows things. Uh, That's a good plan. So who do we know that knows things? Roman? Or that... <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. Roman. Oh, Roman. He knows a lot. Oh, yes. He knows Roman, a lot. Roman knows so much. Oh, there's also Joey. Joey also knows things. There are two individuals, very specific. Very specific, two individuals. That we know who know things. Okay, but... You might think that... You might call us three the three people who know very little about things. Okay. Well, that seems kind of like self-derogatory, but sure. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Um, first, let me just establish if we go talk to Roman and Joey. Uh huh. Santiago, this is your job. Yes. So if any deals are being made, you are the person paying for them. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fine, Morgan. You listen. I sucked your blood. Listen, that one, that one was that was on me. Thank you so much again. So. Yeah, from this point forward, this is, you know, my whole thing. I understand. So let's let's go find uh, Roman and Joey, and then we can all, like, plan to kill my dad. Sounds like a plan to me. Okay, let's go. Um... See, see, the problem is I can't really, I don't have a good contact with Roman. Do you have contact with Roman? He has a cell phone. What the fuck? Like, it's not hard. You just call people on their phones. I don't... So, here's here's the thing. I don't have a cell phone. Why don't you... Really? Do I need one? I mean, it is pretty useful. But, like... I try... Okay, well, I had one... It was like the nineties. And you know, it was a big deal. And really honestly, I never found a use for one. And then Okay. Okay. Uh, computers, you're... I know how to use a computer. Is there a cell phone in the computer? Jesus. More like the other way around, really, with modern cell phones. There's a computer in the cell phone? You ageless uh... types are always like this. Okay, look, we're gonna go back to my car. I'll call Roman. It'll be fine. And Jesus Christ. Okay, great. Sounds good to me. And then we'll go get me a cell phone. Yeah. Okay, so as Morgan calls Roman, I think we transition to Roman and Joey. Uh, Roman, you said in chat you have a scene that you wanted to have with Joey. Yes, I do. Um, so I think once they get back into Roman's car, Roman doesn't start it up yet, and he turns and looks at Joey. Okay, this is not something I normally tell people I owe, because, let's be honest, it's, it's annoying. 
But I owe you a lot right now, and I feel like I've dragged you into something and possibly put a target on your chest because, well, you're squishy. Um, if anything ever happens and you are in trouble, just think about me and the fact that I owe you very hard, and I will literally just appear in your presence. Okie dokie. That's cool. So, like, Sorry. <laughs> please promise me that if you are in a dire situation, and it is my fault, that you will call me there so that I can okay. kill whoever is trying to hurt you. I will keep that in mind. Now, question. What if it's not a dire situation, but I just bake some, like, really good cupcakes? I mean, I can't stop you. You know now. Oh, yeah. I... I just want to have a record of, well, you'll be like, oh, Joey, you shouldn't have used the power to summon me, but I'm going to ignore it because there are delicious cupcakes right now and I like your pet buddies. Or you're going to be like, okay, you just totally wasted a power that actually takes a lot of energy out of me kind of deal. It would much more be the first one, but I didn't admit that to you. Eh, you just admitted it. Okay. Uh, I need to add some stuff to the grocery list. Okay, okay, but, like, spice cake, peanut butter icing. It's the best combo. Okay, I can do that. Quick check-in, Roman. Was there a move there that you were trying to angle towards? No, I was legitimately letting, like, Joey know in canon because one of Roman's moves is invocation, which is I can cash in a debt with someone to appear in their presence or others may cash in a debt with me to have me appear. And Joey um, has so much fucking... Now, if you want to call that a moment of intimacy, we could call that a moment of intimacy. I'll leave that up to you. Does Roman feel like that was an intimate moment? Probably, because, like, he legitimately, like, you know, it's one thing when him and his dumb 300-year-old demon ass walks in and gets threatened. It's another thing when the cute little girl who collects his wooden bunnies and has cute bunny pets that would be sad if she died gets... Um, threatened. Alright, what is your intimacy move? <laughs> but I feel bad because my intimacy move is so shitty. Uh, when you share a moment of intimacy, physical or emotional, with another person, they give you a debt they hold on someone else. Alright, Joey, what debt are you forking over to Roman? Well, I only have one other person I have debts on, but that actually works thematically f like for this. Because I have the debt on Tuesday. And Roman just told me, basically, that debts can be used to summon or for Roman to go to them. So if I give Roman the debt on Tuesday, that means also, hey, I just saw Tuesday's dead body. Protect them. Tuesday's already dead, and I'm already looking out for Tuesday. Yeah, but <laughs> thematically, this works. Yeah, no, I like it. Okay, and now I only have debts on Roman. But you basically own Romans. <laughs> yeah, I basically own Roman. Um, let's be honest. Have you met Tuesday? They need double protection. They're so cute. I feel like if she really had to, Joey can actually protect herself pretty well, partially because I put in her backstory that she's kind of had issues in previous magical communities. I think she's good at at least getting herself out if needed. All right. I think about that time is when Roman's phone starts ringing. It's Morgan who called me, right? Yes. Uh, 
does your phone like connect to your car or do you have to pull out the actual phone to answer oh, it? It connects to the car, hands free. Gotta be safe. Oh, I totally was planning a scene of Joey yelling over the phone, Roman, stop being on the phone while driving. Okay, well, I can do that. If no, you no, 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 do the hands free. It's more in character. <laughs> Uh, okay. So I think basically it starts ringing, and you see Morgan's name pops up, um, like on the like touchpad screen thing. And there's like three knife emojis after their name. Do the three knife emojis mean that they're a good fighter, or that you want to kill them? Oh no, it means they want to kill me, and they're a good oh, fighter. Oh, so a little more like et tu Brutus. I don't know what that means, but okay. Shakespeare. Right, right. Click. How old are you? Roman! This is honestly what Morgan is hearing on the other side. I found up like, Roman, we have to go see a play. Hey, am, okay, sure. Morgan. Am I on speakerphone? I, yes. I'm driving. And uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you'd be more than happy if I crashed my car and killed myself, but I'd really like to avoid that. It it would save time. Um but but no, uh that's this this isn't a weirdly subtle murder attempt. Um Please don't try and kill my friend. Oh, okay. Um let me Okay, so I'm with Santiago and Tuesday and I need to know um and Morgan like looks over to Santiago. What what is your dad's name? You hear Santiago yell, Domingo Alcantara. Please put a face to that name. Can I do that too? <laughs> uh, let's have Roman do it first. Okay. And uh, he is vampire. All right, that is a four. Please have me owe him. Please. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> On a miss, you don't know them or you owe them. The MC will tell you which. I definitely think you owe him. And I'm going to turn it around on you. What did he do for you that Roman owes him a debt? So I think this is probably about, a, uh, I don't know, a good 60 to 70 years ago in a couple of cities back. I think Domingo and uh, Domingo helped me out in... Um, getting one of the earlier oil rigs that um, Zach and one had set up, helping me like get the permits and stuff and threatening people. And I skipped town before he could cash it in. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. If you liked what you heard, the easiest way to let us know is on Twitter at TTRPG Roulette or on the Discord that we have linked in our pinned tweet. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash ttrpgroulette, where you can get things like bonus character creation episodes, blooper reels, an exclusive art gallery, and so much more. Links to all of that are also in our show notes. Another way to show us some love is by giving us a review on your podcatcher of choice. If you leave a good review with something you want to hear me say on air, I'll do it as long as it's not offensive. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Our music was created by Neil Martin, who you can find on Twitter, at Bardic Martin. Our logo was created by Lee, who you can find on Twitter, at The Law of Names, or on his masks AP, Otherwear. 
This show is brought to you thanks to the support of our patrons, such as Landon Cornell, MC of Shadows of St. Fleur, Lauren Peterson, GM of Nerds on a Roll, Silva, Vanessa Haas, Zeke, and Tricky. Until next week, stay lucky. Hello and welcome to St. Fleur, where the city is modern, the fantasy is urban, and the faction politics are at an all-time high. Join us in Shadows of St. Fleur as we follow the wizard, Alistair Lockwood. Regret to inform you, I'm not a wizard. I am a master of the arcane arts. The scholar, Jeremiah Roderick Crawford. I'm an earl, you know. You're a baron. Those words carry some weight. The wolf, Victor Margaret. Victor stands on the bridge in the cold. Fuck. The fae who is known only as Silk. Um, do we know if this was a, you know, was a standard mugging? And the vamp, Alex Giroux. Quite. Because the first time the door opens, I'm going to push her out. Through their experience in the city. Shadows of St. Fleur is an Urban Shadows actual play podcast with a majority LGBTQ plus cast playing characters finding their way through faction politics, all in pursuit of their own individual goals. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.